0: You are listening to the Planeswalker Radio Podcast. It is June 19th, 2017, and it is time to cover the colossal top eight breakdown from this past weekend. Hello, everyone. Dan McEwen here. Welcome to or welcome back to Planeswalker Radio, your esports news podcast covering the Magic the Gathering tournament scene, where I bring you up-to-date news of the various players and teams grinding it out in the multiverse. Show notes can be found at planeswalkerradio.com, and you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at PW Radio MTG. Now, let's dive right in to this week's show. So, there was not one, not two, but three Grand Prixs over the weekend, all held in one location, and that would be Las Vegas. So, for this show, I want to break down each of the top eights by event, and we're going to start with Legacy. That was the first event that fired. There were, let's see if my notes are correct, just over, I want to say, yep, 2,656 players for a Legacy Grand Prix. That's pretty awesome. So let's go to the top eight breakdown. So this is by seed. Once I get to the actual winner, I will kind of be a spoil sport and give you who it was. Um, First seed going in was Jody Keith. Uh, His Twitter handle is at JodyMFKeith. He is from New Orleans, Louisiana, and his occupation is listed as Goon Squad Captain and Retired Cab Driver. Though if you follow Mr. Keith on Twitter, he still has it listed as an active cab driver. I did hit him up on Twitter to see if he can now retire. Um, and moved to becoming a full-time Magic Pro. Uh, His previous Magic accomplishments was a top four in Grand Prix Atlanta 2011 and has the most life from the Loams cast. I don't know how you can corroborate that, but who am I to dispute it? And then what deck are you playing and why? He chose to play lands as he's been playing it for four years. And his best card or cards this weekend and why were Glacial Chasm you can't die if you play it right and then drop of honey is a close second thanks matthew pate that was a terrible ace ventura reference and then what do you enjoy most about legacy playing in so many different decks and seeing if you are prepared enough for anything and what would winning the grand prix mean to you it would mean the most to me i've been playing long enough and all the support from my friends and family have kept me in the game this one is for my mom and everyone who has supported me on the grind second seed was Daniel Cathro. His Twitter handle is at DJ Cathro. His hometown is Provo, Utah. I know another uh, pretty prominent content creator, uh, Mr. Sean Penrod of MTG Pro Tutor Frame. He He's from the Utah area. I don't know how close he is to Provo. Uh, his occupation is as a catering coordinator at Cafe Zupas. I'm going with a tapas restaurant. I don't know why. It just seems like it's a, uh, a tapas place. Who knows? His previous magic accomplishments are uh, top 16 at Pro Tour Eldritch Moon, and then he just got silver uh, from this finish here at uh, Vegas, so kudos to him. Uh, he chose to play a sneak and show deck. He doesn't play a legacy at all, um, and it is pretty easy to play. You win quickly, but, but you still interact with other combo decks. This is talking about sneak and show. And what was your best card this weekend and why? Uh, he said it was show and tell. It's the best card in the deck by a mile. If it resolves, you can almost never lose. And my version, or his version rather, is playing omniscient so you actually can't lose if you resolve show and tell. What do you enjoy most about Legacy? If you don't die on the first few turns, then the games are very interactive and filled with meaningful decisions. There are lots of opportunities to outplay your opponent. And then finally, what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? A lot? Question mark? Uh, It would make it hard to match my finish tomorrow at the Modern Grand Prix. Uh, Third place seed was Chris Iali. His hometown is Riverside, California, where he is a, a data analyst. His previous Magic accomplishments is the number one ranked control player at top deck keep in Riverside. I'm assuming California. What deck are you playing and why? Grixis Delver. It's powerful and disruptive. What was your best card this weekend and Why? Uh, Deathright Shaman. That'll actually be the first of three times I believe um, that card showing up. Uh, the card does everything. Uh, what do you enjoy most about Legacy? He enjoys how much thought goes into each turn and how powerful the cards are. That is true. Legacy does have some powerhouse cards. And what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? It would tie me with the with Grand Prix Grand Prix Portland winner Robert Santana for most Grand Prix wins on Team Top Deck Keep. I am not familiar with this team, so uh, Chris, if you end up getting a uh, Twitter handle, hit me up. I'd like to learn more. I'm a huge team nerd, so I'd be interested to see. Uh, Moving into the next seed, fourth seed, you had Jake Haversat. His Twitter handle is at Insolent Neonate. His hometown is Tewkesbury, Mass. I actually know where that is. It's pretty close to my hometown of Bellingham, Massachusetts. Uh, He is a student, and his previous Magic accomplishments are a top eight Baltimore Open and top eight Eternal Extravaganza, though no year is tied to either of those um, accomplishments. What deck are you playing and why? He is playing a four-color control that Edgar Magalish gave me this list, and he had no time to test with it. Uh, I'd say that uh, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. So props to you, Mr. Haversat. Um, what was your best card this weekend and why? Deathright Shaman, duh. His answer, not mine. And then, what do you enjoy most about Legacy? The complexity. And what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? A good start to the weekend. That's a pretty good answer considering that they are in Vegas. Uh, Andrew Calderone. Now, spoiler. He was the eventual winner of this event. Uh, he is from Miami, and his occupation is as a Pro Play Games Magic player. His previous Magic Accomplishments are the last undefeated player in largest constructed event, in Modern, finals of TCG Invitational, doesn't say which one, and two Pro Tour appearances. What deck are you playing and why? He played a Death in Taxes deck to a first place finish. It became Tier 1 with the printing of Recruiter of the Guard and Sanctum Prelate that were both printed in Conspiracy. And what was your best card this weekend and Why? It was Recruiter of the Guard. Gets whatever I need to win. Now, Recruiter of the Guard is kind of a little out there, so I'll go ahead and read that for all of you at home. Uh, It is a white creature, a 1-1 human soldier for two generic and one white mana. When Recruiter of the Guard enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a creature card with toughness 2 or less. Reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. What do you enjoy most about Legacy? the large card pool and playing an interactive deck and what would winning the grand prix mean to you bringing a major trophy back to my gaming community props to you mr calderon for actually being able to do that Uh, especially calming out your community i think that's pretty awesome community is what makes this game uh, incredible in the next seed it looks like let's go ahead and go backwards now the sixth seed So, yeah, Uh, Andrew was sixth place – or fifth place, excuse me. Uh, Sammy T. Uh, Samuel Thamarotman. Thamarotnam. Samuel Thamarotnam. I think I got that right. Sammy T. At Sammy TMTG on Twitter. Hit me up if I was wrong. Correct me, please. Feedback welcome. He is from Toronto slash the UK. His occupation is as a marketer, and he has – Uh, He's probably the most familiar that I'm – he's the person I'm most familiar with. Uh, He has a top eight in uh, Grand Prix Miami 2013, has some good Pro Tour finishes, and has been a Gold Pro uh, since 2015. What deck are you playing and why? Crixis Delver because Matt Dilks, the Slayer, said so. Uh, Thanks to Mark Dizon for sending me – for lending me the deck and Dilks for the best 10-page – 10-page matchup guide. Uh, It's a true friend right there. And what was your best card this weekend and why? A Deathrite Shaman. It just feels so good to accelerate early and win in the late game. So for those of you keeping track at home, that's three times that Deathrite Shaman has been named the uh, best card for them. And why do you enjoy Legacy so much? Uh, So many decisions. I I think it really rewards play skill. And what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? Nice and succinct answer. Everything. The seventh place seed was Jonathan Samin. I'm probably butchering that one. So, again, if you're on Twitter, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, uh, Jonathan, at PW Radio MTG. This gentleman's Twitter handle, though, is at JDSEMEYN2013. He's from Lansing and is a student. Uh, his previous magic accomplishments are that he won a PPTQ once. It's more than I can say, so... That's pretty legit. What deck are you playing and why? Blue-Red Delver. It's good against Fair Decks and has game against Fast Combo. What was your best card this weekend and why? His answer was Thunderous Wrath. Five damage for one red. He actually gave credit where credit was due, I guess, in this case. uh, He got the tech from Miss Emma Handy herself. Um, I guess she played it on stream and he kind of, You know, picked it up and ran with it, if you will, to a top eight finish at Grand Prix Las Vegas, no less. What do you enjoy most about Legacy? It's a ton of fun to play. And what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? Don't know. Making top eight is already my best magic achievement. And rounding out in eighth place, you had Patrick Tierney. He is from Seattle, where he is a software engineer. His previous magic accomplishments include top 8 at Grand Prix Orlando, 4 other 12-2 and two finishes this year. He chose to play Teemer Delver because all his spells or all the spells are extremely cheap, so I always have good options, and Nimble Mongoose is insanely good. So I can give you one guess as to what his best card was, and you are correct, Nimble Mongoose. No one is prepared to answer it so often, so I often won when my opponent had 2 or 3 removal spells in hand. And what do you enjoy most about Legacy? the variety other than four Grixis Delver decks uh, he played against all different archetypes all of which had really interesting games and what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you it would be a great finish to my first year of actively traveling to GPs and give me a chance to qualify for gold in Kyoto at my first PT so While you didn't win this event, uh, Patrick, I think it's still pretty awesome that you made top eight. Good luck to you in Kyoto, and I hope you do eventually grab or or achieve gold status uh, before the year is out, if that is even possible. So that wraps up the Las Vegas Legacy Grand Prix. We will now move on to the limited one where that event had, let's see how many players. These are all huge events to Uh, By the way, yeah, 2,562 players. Oh, wait, disregard. No, yeah, it was 2,562 players for limited. So top eight, first seed for the limited event at Grand Prix Las Vegas was Paul Hare, age 32, from Irvine, California. He has zero previous magic accomplishments. What was your record on day one, and what did you play? He played... A nine and uh black green deck, so that's uh, pretty good. What were your records on day two, and what did you play? Three O red white splash black, and then a white blue white black zombies deck. Excuse me to a one and two finish. And which cards performed well for you this weekend, and why? Sandworm Convergence. I never lost when I played it in the seal portion. Insult to Injury. It works great with Trample, and then Unburden. I cast it when my opponents have two cards left. What's been the best part of the Las Vegas weekend so far? Spending time with my friends John Bala and Greg Hatch. I believe Greg Hatch was also featured on camera in the Legacy event round one or two. And then what Amenket God describes you the best? And that would be Oketra. So, Sam Pardee. He finds himself in 19th place on the top 25 Magic players right now. Uh, he is... F- 27 years old from berkeley california and has one pro tour top eight and 11 11 grand prix top eights what was your record on day one and what did you play he played a red white with Oketra the true and hazard the fervor to an and one record and what were your records on day two and what did you play he played a white blue slither blade and black green counters black green counters was three and zero, and then white blue was two and one which cards perform well for you this weekend and why? Splendid Agony, Oketra the True, and Oketra's Monuments. What's been the worst, all capitalized, Head best but it's been lined out part of the Las Vegas weekend so far? Circus, Circus Stealing All My Belongings. I feel like there is a story to that. I will have to look that up and try to get it for you all on the next episode that I do because I'm curious now. As well, I'm going to go ahead and write that down in the notebook for further reference. Uh, Doing this kind of live right now. For those of you listening on the podcast, I actually am recording a video as well. So if you want to head over to YouTube, uh, check out Planeswalker Radio. I'm going to start uploading the videos to YouTube as well. If you like having stuff in the background like I do or, you know, if you want to continue to listen to the podcast because that provides the best value, saves you the most time, what have you. Just thank you, period, for paying attention to me talking into a microphone it's awesome i appreciate it and then the locust god supposedly describes sam party the best third place seed a name a lot of you are probably familiar with andrew Cunio. he is age 42 good for you andrew looking good i gotta say uh, he's from hometown, or he's from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He uh, achieved first place at Grand Prix Mexico City and is also an, an incredible deck designer. I remember playing Cuneo Blue back in the day, which was a Wednesday, by the way. He played a Sandworm Convergence deck to 9-0 on day one, and he played, or it just says that he, you know, his records on day two is 4-2. Uh, which cards perform well for you this weekend and why? And that was Enigma Drake. And then the best part of Las Vegas so far has been uh, top 8 the limited GP and Hain not making top 8. I feel like that is a reference to the uh, top 25 rankings. So I'm going to go ahead and look that up right now and see, which I, I don't think. I don't think. I know Cuneo isn't on there, and I don't think Hain is on there either. So we're going to go ahead and look at this real quick. I do not see either of them on there. So, oh, well, anyway. Back to the limited top eight at Grand Prix Las Vegas. So we have, first, second, third, fourth seed, Steve Rubin. He is in 16th place on the leaderboard, the top 25 Magic players. Uh, he is 25 from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He has seven Grand Prix top eights and is the Pro Tour Shadows over Innistrad champion. What was your record on day one and what did you play? eight and one with white black zombies and then on day two he played a black green splashing two angler drakes and one glyph keeper to a 3-0 and record and then two and one with a green blue splash black red okay that makes no sense but whatever cool infinitely better limited player than i am so i will take his word for it which cards performed well for you this weekend gift of paradise that's probably where the green blue splash black red comes into play and what's been the best part of the Las Vegas weekend so far? Top 8 a Vegas Grand Prix at X and 2. Lucky. What Amonkite God best describes you? Hazorette the Fervent. And then we have in the 5th f- place seed, Mike Sigris. He is 34 from Foxborough, Massachusetts. That is even closer than Tewksbury, Mass. To where I grew up. He is the 2014-2015 Player of the Year. Yes, you heard that correct. Player of the Year for 2014-2015. His record on day one was an eight and one five color Gifts of Paradise. He had three of them, and then on day two he played two one a uh, two. He played a teamer with multiple Heaven Earth and Samwurm convergence to a two and one record, and then three and zero blue red spells. Uh, Gift of Paradise uh, performed well for him this weekend, and it enabled him to play all of his double pipped bombs. So for those of you that are newer players that have stumbled on my podcast, double pip simply means that there are two of those particular colors in the mana cost. So double pip green will mean two green mana symbols. And then what's been the best part of the Las Vegas weekend so far, it would be two out of the three of dem boys making a top eight. Also watching Sam lose all his belongings. It's kind of jacked up, Mike, that is pretty jacked up. Uh, for those of you that don't know what the dem boys is to that is, um, a reference to the Team Draft Super League that Randy Bueller runs um, on his channel. You should definitely go check that out. It's a YouTube channel. They have uh, a weekly uh, league where a lot of the best uh, drafters, or limited players rather, all kind of compete against one another. I'm pretty sure there's riches and glory, or it might just be glory. I don't know. But uh, you have uh, what Amonkhet God best describes you. at the Mindful. Uh, moving into... 7th place seed 6th place seed God, I'm going to get better at this, I swear uh, Bolin Zhang 22 from Tianjin, China His previous magic accomplishment is 2nd place at of a Super Sunday Series What was your record on Day 1 and what did you play? 7-1-1 one, one with Black Green Solid Creatures Without a Rare What were your records on Day 2 and what did you play? Uh, he 6-0'd with a White Red Exert Gust Walker and win the game Which cards performed well for you this weekend and why? Sacred Cat, save me from thinking about blocking or not. And what's been the best part of Las Vegas? Days in Vegas didn't cost too much money. And then which Amonkite guy best describes you? The blue one. Maybe because he pays me visits a lot. Both in sealed and draft, though useless. Same as Gideon. Then we have... Zhu Mainchen, he is 38 from Brookline, Massachusetts. That is pretty far from where I grew up, for those of you that care. Uh, his previous magic accomplishments are a 12-2-2 lifetime record with my daughter in two-headed giant. Go team potato fart. Classy, sir. Classy. Now, Wizards actually did a, uh, what is it called? A uh, They highlighted him and his daughter on one of their uh, one of their text coverage articles on the Mothership. Uh, you guys check that out when you get a chance. Pretty good. Pretty cute. Uh, and then he greed drafted two invocations in his first draft today. What was your record on day one and what did you play? He played an 8-1 white, blue, splash, and green for Nissa, Steward of Elements. And what were your records on day two and what did you play? He 3-0'd with white, blue, splash, and green for Nissa, And 2-0-1 a white-blue splashing, I mean, red-green stomp-stomp. And which cards perform well for you this weekend and why? He had three of them, Angel of Sanctions in Draft and Regal Caracal Caracol and Vizier of Many Faces in Sealed. They were pretty meowsome. I see what you did there, sir. Very clever, very clever. Sorry, he had a little apology at the end. And the best part will be tomorrow when he plays Two-Headed Giant with his daughter. I guess make a top eight is pretty cool, too. And then which amenket God best describes you? I don't know, but I'm a big fan of hippos in the set. Tiago Saporito actually went on to win the entire event as the 8th uh, seed. He is 23 from Santo André, Sao Paulo, Brazil. He has one Pro Tour Top 8 and two Grand Prix Top 8s. And he played a black-red deck to an 8-0-1 record on day one. And then on day two, he played a... White, black, record to 3-0, and then black, red to 2-0 and 1. Which cards perform well for you this weekend and why? A Liliana, a Glorybringer, Insult to Injury, and then in big bold letters with three exclamation points, Gus Walker. What's been the best part of the Las Vegas weekend so far? Not playing the modern Grand Prix. And what amenket God best describes you, Bantu the Glorified, with a exclamation point there on the end. So, congrats to Tiago Separito. While he did not want to play the modern Grand Prix, there were 3,264 players that did. And these were the top eight players that made it. Alan Wu, his Twitter handle was at I-H-E-F-R-I-E-L. He is from Mountain View, California, is a student, and he is the Grand Prix Albuquerque winner. Grand Prix Albuquerque winner. I found it like I said Albuquerque. I don't know why. It doesn't say what year, um, and then some PT 10 and 6s. What deck are you playing and why? Affinity, because Mox Opal is broken. What was your best card this weekend and why? Mox Opal, one of my personal choices, ThoughtCast. Excuse me. What do you enjoy most about Modern? Having two mana on turn one. And what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? Scoreboard rights over one Hunter Cochran. Matt Sorensen was the second seed. His hometown is San Jose, California. He is a teacher, and his previous Magic accomplishments include a due day two Grand Prix L.A., He chose to play Eldrazi Tron because he likes colorless spells and big spaghetti monsters. What was your best card this weekend and why? Chalice of the Void. It just stopped things. He enjoys uh, the different decks and having to think about all the different lines of play and being able to turn three a Karn. Uh, He likes that about Modern. Who doesn't? And what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? It would mean that I could show my parents that this game isn't a waste of money. This is a very similar answer to... Uh, somebody else later on down the list uh toe mary he is from paris a student in the third place seed previous magic accomplishments close to none 11-4 at copenhagen better than any finishes that i've ever done so don't say a shelf short there bud hey bears uh was the deck that he chose to pilot the mono white version and i play it because the deck is sweet and because of a wesco who was also in the top eight but we'll get to him in a minute the best card for him this weekend was Thraven Inspector. It makes you draw cards. It's obviously busted. What do you enjoy most about modern? Hate bears. And what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? It would allow me to go to other Grand Prix, which seems nice, and maybe find a good team for the Pro Tour. Paul Peterson was the one, two, three, fourth seed. He is from Honolulu, Hawaii. And his occupation is listed as U.S. Army. So I don't know if he is stationed out in Honolulu or if he is actually from there. Uh, His previous magic accomplishments, I want to play Matt. What deck are you playing and why? Uh, He chose to play Burn and Ditch Living In at the last minute. Uh, He went with Old Faithful because I guess Burn is a deck that he's very familiar with. And what was the best card this weekend and why? The one on top. What do you enjoy most about Modern? The diversity. And winning the Grand Prix, what would it mean to him? It would mean that his wife could no longer tell him that it is a waste of time. Love you, honey. Kind of along the same lines as uh, Matt Sorensen. <laughs> and then uh, Craig Wesco, uh, the inspiration for third-place seed, Toe Mary. He is uh, he is at Brimaz for life. His hometown is listed as Oresco, so I think that's a lie. His occupation is king, also a lie. His previous magic accomplishments include uh, being a writer at tcgplayer.com and Pro Tour Dragon's Maze Champion. What deck are you playing and why? Green, white, hate bears, because I am Craig Wesco. You are Craig Wesco. Good job. And what was your best card this weekend and why? Mirror and Crusader, because everyone is on black this weekend. And what do you enjoy most about Modern? Anyone can play their favorite strategy. I find that uh, very true, especially from a spectator standpoint. It's great. I know watching a Modern event, there's going to be a ton of different uh, varied decks. And it's uh, I love watching Modern. What would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? Uh, that I was blessed. And then we have the fifth seed an eventual winner Manny davoudi his twitter handle is at zap he's from vancouver british columbia where he's a bookkeeper his previous magic accomplishments include a top eight in grand prix houston in 2013 thank you for including the year sir what deck are you playing and why affinity it is my favorite modern deck um mox opal is an unfair card according to him and it was his best card for him on the weekend and what do you enjoy most about modern Every once in a while, people cut down on their affinity hate. And what would winning the grand prix mean to you? It would be nice to have a trophy. So I will be definitely going on his Twitter handle or Twitter feed later and see if he actually posted it—a picture of the trophy. I know there's one on on the on the mothership, but that doesn't count. And the seventh seed was Benjamin Corsi at Ben underscore Senobi. Nice. His hometown is Rumney, New Hampshire, and he is a manager slash level two judge and has three PTQ top eights. What deck are you playing and why? Robots. I felt the most comfortable with it. For those newer players, Robots is essentially another name for Affinity. And what was your best card this weekend and why? Cranial plating. It applies the most pressure per square inch. What do you enjoy most about modern? Everything. Everything. All the moderns. Love it. Loves it all. And what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? Trying not to think about that right now. And then rounding out the last player, the eighth seed, Daniel Wong from Berkeley, California. He is a software developer. Previous Magic accomplishments include losing in RPTQs. What deck are you playing and why? Guess. I'm going to let you guess because you're going to get it wrong. Unless you tuned in over the weekend. Blue Black Turns. It's an excellent deck and a blast to play. It also makes people salty, which is great. What was your best card this weekend and why? Fatal Push, worth the splash, buys enough time to go off. And what do you enjoy most about Modern? Even Jank can top eight. And what would winning the Grand Prix mean to you? The start of an amazing pro Magic career. So, well, you didn't win, Daniel, hopefully in the future this sets the stage future performances that is all of the top eights from the weekend it was a quite a long one uh there was a ton of players if you followed it on twitter it was just it looked like an incredible experience hopefully in the future i get to go Uh, that would be awesome so for this particular episode i wanted to kind of do things a little bit differently i want to release some more content more consistently throughout the week i think doing a top eight rundown uh, Monday evening for me here in Deutschland in Germany. Um, and then, you know, post it so you all can listen to it. I like I said, like I've said in past episodes, I think the value of a podcast is you guys can and gals can just hit play and just listen to my solitary radio voice. Give you the news. If you didn't have time this morning to, you know, jump onto the mothership and check out the top eight, if you want to, you know, get the updates. You know, as you're as you're commuting into work or biking into work or if you're, you know, hitting the gym, going for the long run Monday's long run day or, or whatever. Uh, I want to be I want to be there to kind of give that to you and, and give a voice for these players. You know, they put the time, the effort, except for the one player. And like he didn't really test it. He just kind of showed up and topped me to the event. It's pretty badass. Um, but, you know, that's kind of where I want to go with this. We'll see. We'll have a show again later in the week. Um, But that does wrap up this episode of Planeswalker Radio. Be sure to follow the players mentioned in the show. Follow their Twitter handles. Interact with them. Show them that we support them. Uh, Visit Planeswalkerradio.com for show notes. Make sure that is uh, running smoothly. If it's not, hit me up on Twitter at PWRadioMTG. Or you can hit me up on my personal Twitter at DNYMACK because McEwen is super long and people always screw it up. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode share it with your friends and followers if you hated the episode share it with your enemies and followers I appreciate appreciate it either way uh, as a reminder again this is also going to be going up on YouTube so long as I hit record and I did whew, that would have been embarrassing and not the first time I've done that this weekend um, so until next time planeswalkers keep grinding it out we are watching you.